Welcome to 40 Years to Freedom Podcast. You're listening to Jen and Brittany. How are you today? Good. I'm feeling better. It's good to see you. It's been a crazy, it's been a crazy week. Yeah. Like two weeks. Eight days. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, for sure. (laughs) It has been. We have had to postpone this podcast now. This is the third time we rescheduled it yep is today yes so man life happens life happens it's been crazy but yeah and then uh so something happened personally with me for our first one and then you got sick super sick this uh, is like I the was first like, time the family's gotten sick like all together oh my gosh we were i was violently ill with the stomach flu oh like it, it, that's the worst kind of sick too it's the worst and first veda kind of had it but i you know i didn't know she's my new baby how I, you know i'm trying still learning her but it was like mm, that was a little bit more than a spit up and then i was like oh that diapers and then before i know it i was like oh my gosh i'm gonna be sick and violently ill. i had to call brad i'm like you gotta get off work i can't I physically can't take care of her at this moment. Um, but thankfully, she was sick when I was sick because when I rested, she wanted to rest. And But it got your whole family. Did it. <laughs> uh, no, so your Brad, family lies? No, Brad definitely. But he was never violently ill like us. Pat so. told me he had it. Pat did have it. Okay. Yeah, bad. Yeah, no, right. bad. And so did Sarah. So, I mean, it's going around for sure. But um, Chad's cousin and her family had it, too. Yeah. And so it's, it's definitely going yeah, around. It's a bad one. Brad uh, never had what I had. And he, like, milked it on Mother's Day. Rude. And <laughs> he's like, my body hurts. But now he has, like, a lot of sinus. So it maybe just didn't hit him like it hit me. Maybe he's just a little bitch. Uh, but we know how men are when they are sick for sure yes definitely a little different oh my gosh so then that was a whole nother thing your first mother's day yeah oh and you guys were sick oh my gosh i was i was start that was like the day that i really was like okay i'm i want to get my house clean we're supposed to go to brunch i felt good and that's when Brad started taking a turn. So I got to, you know, make sure that happens on Father's Day. That's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> I got to take extra special care of Ada all day long. Uh, ordered my own breakfast, cooked my own dinner, painted my bathroom. It was not ideal. I Maybe had... the magic comes later. <laughs> when, like, Veda knows that it's Mother's Day and can cook me cupcake, well, pancakes. My... That This is the first year that's ever actually happened to me. So uh, my mom and I celebrated mother's day the weekend before so we went and i took her and we got pedicures and then we went to thai food and we just did our own little thing Uh right so because i didn't because on mother's day there's one thing i want to do nothing that's like like i don't want to commit to anything i definitely don't want to go out to brunch or dinner i hate going out on mother's day just because it's so crazy right it's so there's so many people It's it's so expensive so besides Valentine's Day, Mother's Day is the um, biggest day. Actually, I think it goes over Valentine's Day. It's the biggest going out to a restaurant day of okay. the year. Because the moms usually cook. That's why. Exactly. And that's the day they don't want to cook. Right? Exactly. <laughs> so I want to avoid that at all costs. Definitely. So we did ours uh, the weekend before that on Saturday, because Caden had to work all day on Sunday. Saturday, we went to me and the boys we went to lunch we went to the movies we had our own little saturday and then sunday i woke up and i it's like i was the queen and i was texting from my my chair my big (laughs) oversized sofa chair and i'm texting and i'm just like what are you guys making for breakfast and then like gavin comes out and he's just like 
looking through the fridge and it's not like i have a whole heck of a lot in my fridge right or now or that they even know what ingredients yeah. to really so make. of course there's a giant bag of pancakes because I, I packed pancake mix i always have pancake mix and kevin's like you want pancakes and i'm like if that's what you want to make even though i don't like pancakes that much but by all means that's he's fine. gonna go yeah he they, he made pancakes and bacon they uh, make uh, pretty much you saw the little video i uh-huh. posted right it was uh-huh so hilarious and then all day i just text and be like i really would like a strawberry bubbly please <laughs> i really would like blah 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 whatever it was and he would just bring it to me oh, and i just good. chilled on the couch and then i'm like what are you making me for dinner and he's like i have to make you dinner too i'm all hello <laughs> it's mother's day yeah and technically everything we had for dinner was super easy like all he had to do was turn the traeger on and throw a tri-tip on right and like stick the thermometer in it and just right. watch the temperature a bagged salad yeah like but they're learning like how to take care of But this is i mean and it's been 16 years so literally yeah so but yeah this has been a rough week for me too because tuesday tuesday was uh the anniversary of the five-year anniversary of david dying i can't even believe it i was super emotional on tuesday i had a feeling i mean five years that's a significant date um and it just kind of you start reflecting that it's just like whoa yeah okay all the life you know that's passed yeah. or like how much your boys have grown and that's the biggest thing like yeah. how much they've grown and who they are as individuals and yeah. i was just like i was at work all day long and then um we had some company in town here at the shop that's part of our like little network and everybody's like i can't believe you're here i can't believe you're here i'm like and i'm the kind of person who's like I have to keep moving, keep totally. working, right? Yeah, kind of sitting to at get my mom. Is, mm-hmm. I mean, to get my mom, to get my mind off of it. Mm-hmm. So I stayed busy and I was here till six. And then me and the boys, we went out. Uh, we went to Bullies. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you guys can pick anywhere you want to go. And they picked Bullies. And I had a veggie platter, two beers, and a shot of tequila for dinner. <laughs> Sometimes you just need the hard I stuff. just needed it. And it was good. Yeah. Yeah. Good. And then today... I- it's my son's 16th birthday which is wild also because i just remember when they were so little coming in and getting their little designs shaved into their head and their little voices and it blows my mind how quick it goes just i I literally made a reel to this afternoon and it was just like don't blink because even that first day of high school picture that you posted and Caden looks like he's he looked like that was this year Oh wow! That last crazy. one, and look how crazy! Like his hair is like six, and inches he's just long. like taller and stocky. Even and Gavin, Gavin actually is taller than Caden. It blows. Crazy. It just blows my mind. Like yeah. it blows my mind that That's I have sixteen-year-olds as of today. Well, but, journey as a mom. I know that David is proud of all three of you, and um, you're pr- so proud of them. And it's just you know an accomplishment. So I'm glad that they took good care of you on Thank Mother's you. Day because there's a lot of big things going on in your life around then. Yeah, it was good. It was good. fun. So. Uh, we talked about this podcast again for three Two, weeks, three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> and this is going to be a sensitive, sensitive subject. So we're going to keep it short and sweet today. We're going to talk about something that's happening all over the country, technically, but how it's affecting us mm-hmm. here, right here in Sparks, Nevada, Spanish Springs, Reno, whatever it is. And uh, we're going to talk about... Um, school violence school shootings and where that is kind of where how it's happening in our lives mm-hmm. where it's happening how prevalent it's happening exactly how often. how often it's happening and things like that so again i don't want people to think that we go right or left 
at any times because everybody has their opinions about things everybody has their beliefs you know of gun control and how they feel that things should be done I don't want to I don't want to cross those lines Agreed. today Agreed. right I just so I feel like what is my opinion <clears throat> is my opinion only and that's yep. how I feel yep your opinion your yep. opinion you know, I don't yeah. judge anybody for any opinions no. whatsoever and it shouldn't be that way we should be able to have open dialogue about serious things without it getting crazy either way um but these are just our opinions as moms you yeah know? and so the reason I wanted to talk about it was because in a two-week period it happened twice at my boys high school where there was a code yellow and a school lockdown of a th- possible threat happening on campus. And the parents got really worked up about it. Do I get worked up about it? I don't get worked up about it. Do I get emotional? No, no I don't get emotional. Am I worried? I can't be worried about my kids every time they go somewhere something's gonna happen or else i'd never let them leave the house i don't put that fear in them that something's gonna happen because then they would never want to leave the house Mm -hmm. because then something like this can happen anywhere Mm -hmm. anywhere but the fact the matter that keeps happening in my kids high school is really what's not sitting very well with me and the way that it is handled through the school system and the announcements and then there's chatter with parents and then there's social media social media posts about it and all of this so i did a little bit of research about my boys high school and since the beginning of this school year there's been over five lockdowns at their high school for a possible threat these code yellows Mm -hmm. they said did anything come of it no but the last one is the one that really didn't sit well with me because there was a threat made saying that a school was a a massacre was going to happen the biggest massacre ever in history was going to happen at a school oh yes in nevada didn't say what school it didn't say what time it just said the next day so all the parents call in there's like the secret witness number all of that about the threat i gotta call it 6 30 in the morning from it's like a recording about what had been given to them the information that they would give to them saying that and then they respond with there's going to be extra security at all campuses how can you do that like you can't even put enough police officers on the street right now mm-hmm. and now you're telling me that there's extra and then you can school. just trust that those extra security are gonna do what needs to be done in that moment exactly you know exactly so I had a decision to make. I sent my kids to school. I didn't say anything to my kids about the phone call that I got. I sent them to school and then I checked in on them at like 930 in the morning. I'm like, hey, you guys doing good? They're like, yeah, why? Just making sure. Like, that's it. So they hadn't even been hearing hearing the things at school? Correct. They hadn't heard anything at this point. And this is just the last one. All the other ones, like, Gavin was scared to go to school. He was super afraid something was going to happen. I'm trying to tell him, like, you can't live. Which are real fears in this generation, which is unfortunate. But at the same time, if you feel, I feel that if you fear everything, that something like that's going to happen no matter where you go, you're never going to go anywhere. Mm -hmm. You're never going to just my personal opinion mm-hmm. like i cannot be scared of the world mm-hmm. i can't mm-hmm. because if i'm scared of the world how am i going to conquer it right right for me i am scared of the world i do think that like terrible things are going to happen I, I don't let it let let me from leaving the house but it helps me be aware of things do happen um and if i'm always aware then i'm prepared 
um, which helps me personally. I mean, like I carry, uh, you know, I'm, I'm ready for if something were to go down. So, mm-hmm. and I have my concealed weapons permit, right? And I, I had the ability to protect my family if it, if it ever came down to it. Yeah. Well, so I sent my kids to school, right? I get here to work and nobody sent their, sent their kids to school that day. And I was just kind of like, are you kidding me? Like everybody here, like no, and everybody, nobody sent their kids to school. Chad and his ex-wife, they sent his daughter to school, but then she called super upset because of all the rumors. Right. So they went and got her. I had a long talk with clay and I was just like, I can't be scared of situations like this. And he, I was just like, I can't feel a threat when I think that because I saw and that was text. any school in Washoe County so it's like it actually was any school in Nevada it didn't even state Washoe right, County right. like it didn't even state wa- a certain county right like it could have been happening in Vegas but when I read because someone posted and I wish I could remember who it was um who posted it on like Facebook an actual picture of the screenshot of this threat that was going around on social media and in my head like one thing I could only think about one thing was one student didn't want to go to school that day because of what was said in the text mm-hmm. saying, I would hate for my kid to be walking the hallways if something like this was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, red flag, like to me personally, just my personal opinion, that's a red flag for some student that is like, I'm not taking my chemistry test today. Let me go do this really right. quick to try and get everybody to get out of school. Right. Because they couldn't, they couldn't say give any details times how many people were involved what school it was going to happen to what city it was going to happen to mm-hmm. like it was so vague of information right. that it was just kind of like this watch out right and so my what i said to clay it was just like well i already checked out with my kids like they know if something were to happen i'm right down the street and i'm in a place that's full of guns like right. literally full right you guys call me Pretend like you're dead on the ground. Text me. I say, I will come in there guns blazing. Right. That simple. Right. Like everybody here, grab a gun, grab a shotgun. Right. Let's fill up with ammo. Not happening on my watch. Right. And that's all I think I could truthfully do as a parent. Yeah. I think for that situation, um, the... I'm glad that the school district had to to feel that maybe there was enough threat to call every single parent in the state and let them know that you know there this is could happen. this could happen which i feel like thankfully there is a system for that because then that gives the parents the right to choose how they want to react to it versus if they did have a threat and then something did happen and they didn't send out that information could have been devastating you know yeah and um, I, I do think you have to take any threat um seriously anymore because of the generation that we're in and um you don't know the mental state of whoever started this. Maybe they are just trying to get on a chemistry test. Maybe they are suicidal. You know, you just, it, it's too hard to like gauge like which, which way or the other. But, um, and, and then that's that parent's right. And like you said, you don't want your kids to live in fear. There was no, it wasn't Spanish Springs High School. We have a reasonable threat, you know, you get to choose those things and um you know you are raising boys that you want to be strong and you want to be um not fearful of things in life and uh you went with your mother gut to not mention it to them not create that fear mm-hmm. and um checked in on them and all was fine thank god you yeah. know and that's that's your choice as a parent 
you know exactly um it's just crazy how much more and more and more and more it's happening i agree but in again my opinion this is my opinion Mm -hmm. have i done a ton of research on it absolutely not but i think i think to situations like suicide right so someone who commits suicide usually doesn't ever mention it before it happens right 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 they just do it it's the ones that say i'm gonna kill myself if i don't blah 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 blah. or if he breaks up with me i'm gonna kill myself it's 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 like the boy it's like a threat i feel like it's a threat of harm compared to actually doing it Mm -hmm. and that's how i feel about this situation like i feel like if there was a situation where someone's gonna go in they're not gonna be posting about it yes before they do it yes just my opinion no i agree i mean like if if we were to go through and do studies of like all the things all over half the time people are not sharing that information prior yeah. you know when they do investigations there's definitely red flags but they're not like putting it on a social platform to tiktok making yes. a tiktok about yes. it right because yes. all of that i feel like i watch enough csi it's all traceable right exactly it's all traceable they know exactly you know there are red flags the ip the, address exactly. it came from all of that stuff so just my opinion just my opinion and i don't want us to get a lot of like hate about this podcast i just want to put my opinion what is happening in our school districts what's happening across the country Mm -hmm. right now i did see i did look up one fact that there has been more public shootings in the united states this year than there has been days of the year sad that's terrible. Mm-hmm. It's really devastating. The it's world. so terrible. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so that's scary. Yeah. That is scary. You know, I really think, like you said, this is opinion. I'm not trying to tick anyone off with it, with what, what I think. I think that it comes down to mental health. I think in the deep root of everything, it is um, we just are not getting to the root of everything with what people have going on. And I, but what's the difference? Tell me, what's the difference from... Because this didn't happen... When, uh, uh, I should... Let me let me reframe that really quick. Because where I grew up, it was a different kind of... Violence. Shooting. Mm-hmm. Violence, right? There was gangs. Mm-hmm. It was all gang violence. Nobody went where inside the school, but they might Nobody, drive by it. I There was a drive-by at my high school when I was a freshman. Mm-hmm. Like, literally a drive-by right mm-hmm. out in front of my school when I was a freshman in high school. But... What's changed... To the point where where we are now in society that people feel like this is the solution to their problems is massacres. Well, when we started talking about doing this podcast, I started looking up a couple of things just so I felt more prepared with what I wanted to say. And um, what brings me to the mental health um, crisis um, is I think that these this generation it has been raised with you know with from a prior generation and these kids are not feeling heard or seen and that starts at home and they're so lost and broken and maybe they come from violence or maybe they have really bad you know most of them really do have things that have happened in their past you know sort of trauma trauma exactly that um, they in their mind tied with social media um violent video games violent youtube you can look anything you want they have all this access at their fingertips and they see people doing it before them paving the way and they think that that's the answer so they can finally feel seen and i i really think that 
I know everybody thinks that there should be like armed security and all that. You know, our tax dollars should be paying for more security in schools. And I do absolutely agree with I that. I do agree with that one. Um, I 100 percent. I don't think that there should be lockers, you know, where you could hide. I think that like you have to go to a concert. You have to have a clear bag. Backpacks need to be clear. I think there are a ton of things that don't happen that could happen. But I think number one, um, there needs to be um, trained a, a, a fleet of trained psychologists and psychiatrists that are on school property and one of your classes that you go to in your seven class rotation is therapy and counseling because super smart then these kids can these these psychiatrists who are trained you know can know what's really going on and what the root is and help them and i think that counseling helps everybody on all different shapes and form yeah and it's such an easy way that we can be changing the trajectory of what our kids are going through that some parents don't care to know don't care don't take the time you and i are good parents where we want to know what's going on in our kids lives we speak to them we don't speak poorly to them we don't lock them in their room or go without food their clothes you know we don't abuse and so these psychiatrists or psychologists can really like figure out what is going on and you know they can know the list of medication these kids are on and signs if they're not taking medication that doctors pediatricians are prescribing um and have more of like a rap sheet on these kids throughout the course of their school Mm -hmm. you know i agree with that now, one good thing that I think I saw is, um, again, on TikTok. I <laughs> love the TikTok. I love the TikTok. Uh, there was a reel with about the the shooting that happened in Nashville. And um, this guy, like, duetted it, right? Mm-hmm. And he came on, and he was a veteran. And he was a younger veteran. And you have to think about how many veterans are across the country right now that are perfectly capable of helping with things like this. Mm-hmm. And this veteran said, I know 12 in, different coach. people put me exactly put me in, like tag me in. Mm-hmm. They will stand out there and help all day long. Mm-hmm. We're already paying them, you know, benefits and all of this. Why Absolutely. can't we work something like that into their pay structure? Right. For when they do retire from whatever military branch it is or, um, you know, maybe, I don't know, that might be if you want like a medical discharge because who knows what they're really getting medically discharged Yeah, I think they should have to go through a background check of like analyze what they're done with the military for so they know mentally that they're cognitive, able to keep kids safe versus mm -hmm. like maybe be the silent, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, agree. And then the other thing that I think should be at every single school, whether it's elementary school, middle school, high school, college, I think that every entrance, there should be one point of entrance to come into whatever, the however they get into school, right? Yep. I look at where my kid's school is, and there's so many different ways to get in. Mm-hmm. There should be one entrance that's only opened for them to walk through at the beginning of the day. Mm-hmm. And if they have to leave for lunch or whatever, they have those passes where they could leave for lunch again when you come back still one entrance and there's a metal detector there yep with the <coughs> the security you know or <coughs> excuse me sorry your property taxes pay so much towards what it's supposed to go towards the schools you know that's what we pay taxes for and it's like if one single family is paying 15 16 17 thousand a year in property taxes that is supposed to be going back to our schools there's no reason why we cannot afford these people's salaries I agree. You know, with with benefits of the school district, you get PERS or you get. So it's incentive to, you know, like like you said, so many military ex-cops, FBI that just like aren't working their 
job their hard work job anymore they're there and they're prepared for a catastrophic situation i agree you know and even some teachers that go through i think it should be extensive background check because i've had teachers that kind of like just lose their mind sometimes and i wouldn't want those to be the ones that are protecting our students but i think that there should be there are some teachers that have military backgrounds you know that they are concealed carrying and we have no clue and they don't you know have that they don't they're not able to tell other people you know but the more people we have prepared to at every single school to take down then the less chance and these kids will start growing up knowing like oh there's not a chance i don't even stand a chance because this guy's prepared to take me you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. they can't even mastermind something yeah so you know it's just devastating that this is like it scares me i am re i have a couple years to figure it out but i am really just like reflecting and thinking things through of like how how do i want to give veda a great education um and the education and the school lifestyle scares me anymore that it's something i really have to think it through you're very lucky your boys are almost done yeah, but then they still have college, and a lot of th- uh, these situations have happened on, Absolutely. on college campuses. Absolutely. So, I mean, it's always... So, and the thing is, is now it doesn't even just happen in schools. It happens at malls. It happens at um, shopping centers. It mm-hmm. happens at grocery stores. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it kind of happens everywhere. Everywhere. But just trying to... And it's just sad that we're in a place in our lives where we have to have these conversations with our kids. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm trying to raise these boys to be men... Mm-hmm. And they're practically there, but do they know what to do? Really, if it came down to an emergency situation, do they know how to respond? Mm-hmm. How, do they know, you know, whether to pick up the phone and call nine one one or call their mom or call whoever? Like, do they really know what to do? And that, to me, is something that I can't even fathom ever thinking that I would have to have these conversations with my kids kids when I was pregnant and like Mm -hmm. going through the whole Mm -hmm. like I'm gonna have this great amazing happy family Mm -hmm. but now I'm thinking about conversations that I have to have with them that have to do with terrible things well like you said that this happens everywhere I think that um, schools should be training on this like how to be reactive and safe during a situation because it's going to follow you through all of life, you know. And if they take these people who are already trained to protect our kids that we put in schools and they do a two-day course, you know, with the whole school and they really teach, like, the steps of, like, what, what, how, to, how to survive a situation, mm-hmm. you know, whatever it may be, whether you are at the mall, whether you are at the grocery store or concert arena or anywhere. It's anywhere anymore. It's anywhere. Anywhere. That's why I carry. Oh, blows my mind. Again, uh, it's just just a scary place to be in this world right now. And I feel like it's going to get a lot worse before it gets better. And what is that going to look like in the long run? How many people have to die? How many people are, how many schools are going to be affected or public malls or anything like this until someone finally has an answer? Because that's the one thing that I am finding, that there's no answers to any of this. No, everybody has their thought, but it's like we need to put those things into action. Yeah. You know, and why aren't they talking about that? Uh, the State of the Union address or, you know, at their whatever public meeting. I get a meeting every single there's a meeting at the high school every single month. Why is that on the topic of discussion? It's right. not even on it's the topics. Not. It's not. They want to like fight every different thing. But like 
we need to protect our children first and foremost and we need to make sure that they grow into well-rounded adults so this doesn't also continue happening in our adult life if we nip it in the butt bud during like one generation and keep that going it will change the generations coming behind them you know yeah but right now it's just getting worse and messier and messier so what do we do to change you know i don't know Again, I have my own opinions. Mm-hmm. I have my own ideas. Mm-hmm. But I'm one person. Me too. Brad's like, you need to run for city council because you keep telling me that you have all these thoughts, but like, uh, someone's got to hear you. I don't know if I have that in me or anything, not at this particular point in my life. But, um, you know, it, it really takes one person to make change. You just have to have that, like, um, that, like, speed behind you to keep the ball rolling, you know? And, and advocate. You need, like, money. Totally. Right. Mm -hmm. Because that's what it really comes down to is money Mm -hmm. financing. How is it going to get paid for? Mm -hmm. How are you going to be able to get this word out? It's not like we can sit here on this podcast and talk about it Mm -hmm. with our 400 listeners or whatever that is. Right. And like everybody will listen and have an opinion and agree or disagree with what we're saying, which is totally fine Mm -hmm. because that's what we're doing this for. Again, these are our our opinions. Mm -hmm. Nobody else's, just our opinions. This is how I feel. This is how you feel. Mm -hmm. As friends, this Mm -hmm. is us just having a conversation Conversation. of what's happening right now in the schools where we live. Yep. Just breaking it down. And I I wouldn't even, I, I, I mean, maybe like our listeners have ideas. They could even message us or like, you know, or join the conversation with us and like share their thoughts. Um, because there has to be change. You know, there's something has got to change. Something has to change. You know, just sitting here talking about it sometimes isn't enough. Not saying like we're going to go out rallying tomorrow, but something's got to change. We need help. You know, there's a lot of things need help. Yeah. A lot of things. So I don't know how much more we can talk about it. I mean, it's a terrible subject to have to bring up, but it's such a reality in our, in our world right now and our community and our lives. Mm -hmm. Like this is affecting my life. Mm -hmm. You know, do I send my kids to school? Do I not send my kids to school? Do. And like you said, telling them like this creates like PTSD in them, like the fear of like, Oh my God, what's going to happen? Or what was that? Or, you know, you don't want to create that because you do want to create strong humans. You know, you don't want them to be scared of their shadow. You want them to be, well, that was what Gavin said. Like the one, not the one that happened three, four weeks ago, whatever. The one that happened before that, like everybody was talking about it and all of his friends were talking about it and all of their friends' parents weren't making my kid. And Gavin came out and he was just like, I just really don't want to go to school. Like I'm so scared. And I'm just like, stop it. Stop it. Like it's not, we're not even having the discussion. We don't know what kind of threat this is. Not saying that I don't care about my kids not enough. And I feel like that's kind of what I'm portraying and be like, sorry, suck it up. You're going to school. It has nothing to do with it. You cannot be scared of the world. Right. And you're you're playing mom and dad too right now. So you have to create strength in your boys. Exactly. And that's what I'm trying to do. It's like, you can't, you can't go out there thinking something terrible is going to happen everywhere you go. Like, Mm -hmm. I just can't do it. I'm the kind of person who thinks if something were to happen, it was meant for it to happen. Like it was in the cards, right? Like, and I hate to even kind of say that, but at the same time, I feel like everything happens for a reason. And I cannot live in fear every single Mm -hmm. day. I cannot. And because again, I'm the mom and the dad, like I have to set those boundaries with my kids so they don't live in fear. Mm -hmm. And that's all like, that's all I could do. Mm -hmm. That's all I could do. And just a scary situation. It is. I think at the end of the day, too, it just goes back to teaching your kids to be nice to everybody. 
You do not know what battle. You have no clue what somebody is fighting. You don't know what their life is like. Um, on the outside, you cannot tell what happens on the inside. Yeah. And um, hopefully, if they just give everybody in the world a little bit more kindness, that they're never in that position anyway. I agree. I agree completely on that one. Like, that's all the world... The All we need is love, right? Mm-hmm. The Beatles said it best. All we need Give is love. Give me chills, because it's the freaking truth. Yeah. All we need is love. Love heals everything mm-hmm. everything and if everybody was more kind happier everywhere they went loved everything that they came in contact with i truly don't think that we would be in a situation that we're in today mm-hmm. like i just saw another video about <clears throat> this whole they said it was the kkk but then like everybody's opinions in the comments were like oh, those are that's FBI. That's such a, there was a march in Washington, D.C. about taking our country, like a white pride situation, things like that. Like, are you kidding me right now? Mm-hmm. In this day and age, if that's really what you are worried about, there's so many bigger problems. So in the world. many bigger problems. It's, it's mind blowing, yeah. you know, that that's what everyone's worrying about. I did read this book when I was in high school about Columbine shooting and, um, it was written by a girl who was at, at the school and um, she came face to face with the shooters and sh- they didn't kill her. And in her book, she says that she the only reason that she thinks is why is because she was one of those people that said hi to everybody and never made the, anybody feel left out or indifferent. And um, for whatever reason, those person, those people, you know, say didn't take her, you know, so that little tiny snippet just shows be just be nice you know being kind be kind you know life is there's so much big stuff in this world especially right now mm-hmm. you know and we we all can use a, a little bit more love all of mm-hmm. us i could show more love to things like and i exactly it helps us reflect you know and i feel like i'm a pretty freaking lovable person like yeah. i love everybody but at the same time like i catch myself from mm-hmm. time to time where i'm like ooh, that was not nice that mm-hmm. i just said like or ooh, same you know mm-hmm. we're not perfect but as long as we nobody's perfect but try. as long as we just keep focusing on what's important sharing that love saying hi to people i always say hi to people in the grocery store oh me too so that opens the door thank you like i try you know that might make somebody's day exactly you know hold the door open you have no idea yeah well, I wanted to keep it short just because I know, like, I'm already worked up about the subject mm-hmm. and I don't want people to think, again, we go one way or the other on this. I think that there is a definite problem happening. I think that there is no solution in sight right mm-hmm. now because it's not a focus on anybody when it really should be mm-hmm. a focus in Congress and, you know, at these school meetings, all this stuff, I feel like there needs to be more attention put to it. And I think there needs to be a, a game plan of action of how we can finally stop it. Because mm-hmm. I don't see that in sight. Yeah, I and really think a- it comes down to make checking on these kids and their mental health and where their mind's at. Yeah. You know, like you said, it's the silent ones. But if they're seeing a counselor once every other day for 45 minutes, that counselor might be able to change their trajectory of their life and you know the silent ones already like if those were my kids like automatically i think if like one of my kids is going through like a sad moment like that's i'm all yeah, up in you're on face. it like, on it i'm like what's going, what's going on? on like let's have a let's conversation to the what's bottom. going on like i know something's going on everything okay like you're not thinking anything because you're one of the right? good ones though yeah but I, every mom needs to be like that every parent needs to not. be like that you know 
it's just that's the sad thing don't have kids if you're not going to be able to nurture them and teach them and love them because that's all everybody needs and even yeah. your kids they're, they're gonna go you know harm they're hurting hurt people hurt people yeah so so sad yeah sad topic so tell us what you think you guys Join the Give conversation. Us, yeah, join yeah. the conversation. Do you have an opinion too? Do like, you have a, an idea? Do you have something that we can maybe help put into action here in Northern Nevada? Like, do we go to a board meeting? Do we go sit at a city council meeting and mm-hmm. like, you know, use our voice as much as we possibly can? Help us. Yeah. Help us help everyone. Mm-hmm. So join our conversation. Follow us on Instagram. We know the majority of you guys are already following us, but follow and we want to hear yeah we want to hear yeah follow and share let's get this word out there let's get our podcast out there we're trying to talk about subjects that are relevant right now in our community and uncomfortable conversations exactly exactly so let us know what you guys think about the situation how are you dealing with it send us a message instagram 40 years to freedom Brittany underscore k or no Brittany k underscore Brittany K, Brittany K underscore, underscore Reno. Reno. God, I hadn't said it in a few weeks, <laughs> so that's why. <laughs> and then our badass mom on Instagram, you guys, we want to know your opinions. We want to know what your ideas and solutions could be. And, you know, let's let's Maybe just the start. community shows up at a board meeting. We don't know where to start. Maybe you do. Let's exactly. start something. Yeah, because we got to start something because we got to change what's happening. Mm-hmm. Agreed. So change is definitely in need. Yep. I love you. And I hope that something like this never happens to our personal lives because it does happen to other people's and ruins, you know, people's lives. Um, but we can be the change. Yep. Let's be the change. I love you too, girl. I love you. Oh, cheers to our babes. We finally got some babes back. So again, you guys, thank you for listening. Send us some feedback, opinions, whatever. Share with us your ideas. Tell us what you want to hear from us. We are trying as much as we can to be part of community and local events and what's happening in Northern Nevada. Let us know what you guys are doing for summer. Let's talk about a summer one. I really want to do a weddings little set, Mm -hmm. right? Since that's a big, big attraction to our area here. So if you got something going on, you guys think there's something we should talk about, send us a message. We want to hear it. But that's all I got for today, girl. Me too. (laughs) <laughs> I'm going to go enjoy my kids at Texas Roadhouse. So. Cool. See you there. Oh, love ya. I'm going to bye.